This podcast contains explicit language and content meant for mature audiences. The thoughts and opinions expressed are our own and should not necessarily be taken seriously most of the time. Welcome to the Sexy Jammies Swingcast. I'm Roxy. And I'm Vincent. And we're Sexy Jammies. Come with us on our continually evolving wizarding journey as we talk about everything from sex and swinging to toys, relationships, and whatever else is tickling your nipples at the time. Thank you for joining us. And if you like what you hear, be sure to support us on Patreon. If there's anything that you want to hear us chat about, or just want to say hi, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can find links to all of our things at linktree slash sexyjams. That's linktr.ee forward slash sexyjammies. We'd love to get to know you better. Now hurry up and take your clothes off before the kids wake up. I, already started I can't the start the recording. I have to start the timer. 15 minutes, go. What are we doing? We are going to talk a little bit about hormone stuff. Hor- hormones. So. Like Jose. <laughs> it's a silent J. Is it? Yeah, it's hormones. Uh, so, I don't, I don't know how often we've mentioned it. I don't know. I don't remember. We've, we've danced on it a few times, but. We, I feel like it was in a very vague manner. It was kind of. And we feel like we owe you people an explanation as to what we're doing, why the hows and the whats and the what fors, but it's much bigger. It's much bigger than we can do for you in this fast talk. Well, this one's just our opinion and why we decided to do it. This isn't the fact. Yeah, this is the literally the quick and dirty with a promise that we are going to do a full episode or maybe even an episode series. I was going to say, it's probably going to have to be more than one. Well, she thinks that it's an important topic to talk about longer. It is, it is and we need to talk about it in detail. Like, yes. It, and with gonna, references. I'm not going to shortchange these people, and I'm going to give them all the information that they need to come to their own conclusions. And it's going to be a very boring science Well, thing. maybe not. There's, <laughs> there's, there's non-science-y stuff that we talk about, like my penis. Uh, well, yeah, because, yeah, that was, that was fucking rough. Well, that's it, good. Ah, that's the point. It wasn't fucking rough. I, right, yeah. It was the opposite of fucking rough. So, we're kind of going on cliff notes of, call it what you want, it's hormone optimization therapy or hormone replacement therapy. Apparently, it depends on if you're talking about men versus women, or I, that's one of the things we'll have to... Well, the male one is kind of testosterone replacement therapy, because we only really have the one that we can fuddle with, really, for the most. Um, ladies have, like, three that they play with. So... So, we are TRT, and they are HOT for hormone, hormone replace <laughs> optimization. optimization therapy. So, well... You have, for a bit, been complaining about thinking your testosterone is low, and I thought you were full of shit. Yes. You just thought I wanted to have drugs so I could get big in the gym. I, no, I just thought you were being ridiculous, because I couldn't possibly imagine that someone who wants to have sex as often as you do was low on testosterone. Could not imagine. Yeah, it's like daily. And it's like multiple times a day. Well, sometimes. A lot of times. When I get that extra little bump. And I'm like, no, dude, no. Nope. Twice. She, she was vehemently opposed. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. After like time number four, I'm you like, stop. Get, 
fucking touching me. You would get angry sometimes. <laughs> we, we would have contested conversations about my interest in getting testosterone replacement done. Uh, so I had blood work done in October. Well, and that was my thing. If you prove to me that it's low, yep. I will be on board. I had blood work done in October, and I was on the very, very low side of the reference range, um, which came as no real surprise to me. And we'll talk about reference ranges in the big episode. Um, and uh, so, like, the very low side of it, all the doctors were like, oh, you're fine. Well, I didn't necessarily fucking feel fine. And uh, we made the decision that we were going to uh, bypass some of the medical process in this so we went on we i got on testosterone replacement anyway well we had we had to do it that way and when you told me the number even though it was quote within reference range i did agree with you that that was a low number yeah. for someone of your age well, so and that's i was officially on board. and that's the quick and dirty of it is there's a lot of stuff that can affect your testosterone the the, the quick that i gave the father-in-law today was uh cortisol so stress excess body fat bad diet um pain Pain, chronic pain, which is, is is my little bag. Pain in general, but chronic pain makes it worse. Chronic pain makes it much worse. Yeah. So bad food, bad stress, bad fat, adipose tissue on your body, extra. And then what was the one that you just said again? It doesn't matter. So pain, that, chronic pain. Yeah, chronic pain. So that's the list that I, I kind of fall back on and the list that I found. And because that is some of that stuff that's ongoing with me. Uh, we went ahead and did it anyway. And, and uh, I was on board then. And it helped. It uh, did. It helped a lot. Everything. Everything. It helped everything. It actually made you more annoying when it came to sex, though. Well, whatever. I mean. Now I'm just like walking around with a temple. It, it's ridiculous. I don't. <laughs> I, I couldn't even imagine. Now, I understand that for a lot of people, having sex once a day is like a pipe dream. Let me tell you, when it gets to like, let's do it four or five times. No, motherfucker, I have other things to do. Mr. Sexwing and I were talking <laughs> the other day, and he he didn't understand to what lengths I had gone into. So we had a longer conversation than what we were going to have with you today about it, and he didn't know. And he's like, well, we'll, we'll take care of all my underparts. And I go, it sure, it sure will. And he goes, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> so um, I got on it. Yep. And through a very weird set of circumstances, I went back off of it oh, for a Jesus little bit Christ. and experienced a hard system crash, Yeah, um, which just validated the need to be on it. Well, okay. That's a more complicated discussion though, it, because it, other things happen. That's the reason why there. Cliff noted the fuck out of it. So they can, they're going to have to come back later to get the rest of the, ep- the, rest of the conversation. Because just going off of it is always a bad plan. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It was, like I said, it was unavoidable and the circumstances we're not going to go into right now. No. I had to stop. Yes. Um, And that was bad. And that was bad. In very many ways. And it took a little bit of time to get back on it. And when we managed to get me back on it, the earth was bright again and the sun was shining and the birds were singing and everything was wonderful in this land. Yes. So me, you had done your research for you Mm -hmm. and we already learned that I can't be on hormonal birth control. Because the level that they give you is excessive and it makes me crazy. Yeah, the birth control pill is like the worst poison for women that I think could ever be contrived. Some some women seem okay with it and seem to deal with it well. We have learned I don't deal with substances like most other people though. Any substance. It doesn't really matter what it is. So for me, it was making me nuts. 
Like it was absolutely making me nuts. My period was never regular, even when I was taking it. So we've discussed though before though, you started birth control at like Like sixteen. Thir- no, it was like sixteen. Oh. I didn't start my well, that's <laughs> I didn't start my period at thirteen, dear. Late bloomer. Yeah, a little bit. So yeah, I pretty much started birth control right after I started my period, which I'm sorry, but that's a bad plan for period control. It really is. And then was on it for years. And I wasn't great about taking pills, so I was a little back and forth, and it messed my system up. It's probably how we had the big. It Well, that's exactly. What, uh, well, there are other. It was the universe. The universe intervened there, but that's for a different conversation. It is. Because, well, anyway, uh, we will. I'm going to pause for one three-second intermission. She's writing because she can't not forget to write notes down. Otherwise, she'll forget to talk about it. Uh, so in the same bit of research that I had done to figure out what I needed to look into, there was a section in one of the books that I acquired that discussed hot, uh, hormone optimization therapy. And within that, it didn't mention just testosterone because ladies need testosterone too. Very small amounts. It mentioned estrogen and progesterone. Um, so, uh, surprisingly enough... Those are very easy to acquire. Yeah, I get them from Amazon. Yeah, you can just you can just fucking go to a gro- grocery store, a healthy living place. They're probably going to have stuff. It's uh, it's a little scary actually how easy that is to get versus how difficult testosterone is to get. Yeah, and we will go into the the whys of that later. We're not yeah, we're, that like I said, deep dive, deep dive for later. But um, you were trying to convince me. I was very hesitant, and you, per your usual, thought that. I'm not sure meant, oh, fuck, sorry. There's like a gnat or something that was it in my face. It flew up her nose. It just about did. She's. <laughs> um, so per your usual, you took my, I'm not 100% sure to be, yeah, let's absolutely do this. And you ordered it for me. And I did do some reading on it. And I'm like, well, here's the deal. I said I would try it for a month. I'll give it a month. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So I was trying to take detailed notes. I was not doing an amazing job, but I was trying. But we both noticed that I wasn't as reactive or emotional most of the month. Until about a week before my period, which is, you know, when PMS happens. And I get very, very emotional. And that is one side effect to not being on birth control. Is that when I was on birth control, it messed my head up all the time. But my PMS wasn't as bad. Yeah. It just spread it out it through spread, the whole month. It spread the lunacy and the insanity throughout <laughs> the 30 days instead of confining it just to like three. So so I do get pretty intense around my period, but that's kind of been since we decided not to use hormones like for, for birth control anyway. But I did feel better. My brain felt a little less fuzzy and my periods were a lot more predictable and regular. And now one of the other benefits is I can control them. So I want to start earlier, I drop the progesterone sooner. Yeah, I want to start later, I keep it up for a little longer. It's very helpful, like upcoming play dates and such. Yep. You plan just a little bit ahead, and we know that that's going to dance on a, a period cycle, then she just tweaks it. I do. I can look at it and adjust it accordingly. Or if, like, this last time my progesterone didn't show up, like, I didn't have it, so I just moved the calendar and extended it. So that I was still using the proper amount. 
I'm still not amazing about doing it all the time, which you kind of need to be. It's not so much a problem with the estrogen, but when you have the progesterone and you miss a few doses, like right now I'm probably, it's not going to end well this weekend, but that's okay. Because I was going to start soon anyway, so it's fine. We don't have anything crazy planned, but Hmm. I did decide to start trying it and I do feel like it has helped me regulate a little more normally. It's very low dose. It's not crazy high. I was talking to Mrs. Sexwing and she's done progesterone before because of endometriosis and all kinds of other stuff. And I know other people that have done hormone stuff for, for those reasons. And they use such a high dose. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So mine is very low in comparison. An interesting thing that I heard the other day in, in regards to this is with both men and women, um, but women because of menopause, um, if you wait until your levels have have cratered on their own, i.e. menopause, mm-hmm. and then you try to replace it it's after harder. the fact, it's much harder to bring all of those levels back into play Yeah. instead of starting before that that comes about yeah. and then maintaining a healthy optimization, um, for, again, for men and women, um, that seems to lessen the amount of potential side effects yeah. that everybody has when they're when they're doing this stuff so mine has been what i can only describe as rapidly successful um i'm i'm literally a walking erection most of the time <laughs> yeah well this is a little bit annoying the fucked up back and i know we've been promising these people for a year almost that we were going to talk about the fucked up back well, you need to do your research but um, the fucked up back causes a lot of that stuff to not necessarily work the right way all yeah. the time. And when you weren't on the... It was- so I went years sometimes without having a morning erection. And we'd have to have swinger insurance to do anything anything remotely fun. And that's just us. That's and not that's even just like us. with other and that's, people. And I understand that I'm still talking about everyday sex for the most part. Uh, oh, well, this last crash that... This last crash we'll was go different. We'll, we'll go we'll, into yeah, it. Yeah, we'll handle that pretty heavily. Because uh, it wasn't just body, it was mine too. Um, so it's been rapidly successful. It's literally been the missing ingredient to all of the stuff I've been trying for years. And the great news is there are options for you folks that don't necessarily feel like ordering products off of the internet that have to maybe... Get cotton customs. customs. <laughs> okay. So less than a minute. Why this is something that you maybe should look into. Not do... Because that's a decision you need to make. Free, but do some research. This is my opinion on the universe now. Free testosterone and estrogen for everybody. I, well, they already have enough free estrogen for everybody. They just... It's not free. Well, no, the birth control is free, but it's excessive amounts. Anyway. Or you can just drink the city water. If you... Right. If you feel <laughs> like you're... And this is men and women. If you feel like you're overly moody, you have like intensive mood swings. If maybe you have a lower sex drive. If you are... Having irregular periods, what else would be some reasons? If you're trying to conceive. Oh, that's a really good reason because not only does con- it make yeah. um, ovulation highly predictable, it enhances it. Yeah, and we will talk about options in the big episode as to being able to increase this without necessarily adding medical intervention oh. um, because there are options that will substantially increase fertility for both men and women that, again, you can just go and buy. Yeah. So we want to leave you off with, you know, if this is something you want to look into, something else you should do that I didn't but you did is get your levels tested. 
it's difficult because a lot of insurance companies won't pay for it. I yeah. I asked them to test my hormones because I felt like I was wrong. Yep. Like when I went in for my physical, I'm like, I something is wrong. I'm always tired. It's not depression. I'm not. And I'm sorry. Some of my depression, I think, is because of my hormones. Yeah, okay. It wasn't depression in, in its raw form. It was something else that was causing my brain to not be right. After having experienced it myself, I can absolutely attest that a lot of that comes from there. Yeah. I mean, off hormone. So depression is another one. If you find yourself depressed and they haven't tested your hormones, I don't care your age. Argue with them because I didn't argue hard enough. There's some folks that are proponents of this that are are with men. They're like, hey, you don't feel good. You feel a little under the weather. You cry in movies. Well, go to a doctor and get like a 300 milligram bolus of testosterone. Come back in three days and tell me how you feel. Yeah, kind of. Well, Um there's a, a lot of new research is suggesting that you can't overdose on these things, um, being estrogen and testosterone. And we'll talk about those again in the big one. You and can overdose you can on go, anything at the wrong amount. Well, sure. If a gallon, a 50-gallon jug of it hits you on the head, you're probably overdosing. My point is, um, we'll cover all this in the big episode. But we wanted to get you started and get your your mouth wetted for this. And we'll be a lot and more scientific. Uh, maybe uh, it will be enough for you people to go get your testing done to see what your levels are so you can directly compare it to what we're going to talk about in the big one. Probably in a month. I don't know. We're going to have to do some research. So. Um, and not as much as we think. We just have to get our stuff together. The pile of stuff that we already have, we have to put it in a pile well, so yes, we can talk about it. And organize our thoughts a little bit because we want to right. give this appropriately and properly to you well we're running over time i love you good day <laughs> yeah it is day right now it's daytime so. and we're not at home as you can tell from the sound of everything well and we, yeah we've had to pause for interruption intermission option interruption interruption mother interruption mother she means well she's gonna feed us she didn't know that we were recording. we love you good day we love you good day <laughs>